Bokar Tov, we're continuing Melachim Bet, chapter 14. We are in the kingdom of Yehoash of Israel, right? Yehoash of Israel, what is yes. he known for? For pushing back Aram. When Yehoahaz was king of Israel, Aram was causing him a lot of issues. Yehoahaz praised to, praised to God, and his answer, he's answered with Yehoash, his son, having success against the kingdom of Aram, Okay. Now, at the same time, who is the king of Yehuda? Amatziah, son of Yehoash, son of Yehoash of Yehuda. Yehoash, the one who is the great renovator. Okay? And uh, what happens? Oh, and then during Amatziah's reign, which we learned about at the beginning of chapter 14, he was a relatively good king. And uh, he avenged his father Yehoash. He killed the people that assassinated his father Yehoash. And he also struck down Edom, now which makes sense because Edom is in the southern part of Israel and he's the king of Yehuda. okay? So Amatziah strikes down Edom, probably the area near the Dead Sea, and he conquers the rock and he calls it Yokte'el, okay? So you have Amatziah who just had success against Edom and you have Yehoash who just had success against Aram, okay? Now apparently we learned before that there's going to be a battle between Yehoash and Amatziah. Now we're going to learn about it. It seems like they don't like each other much, okay? So, Az Shalach HaMatziah, now we're on, on verse 8. Az Shalach HaMatziah Malachim El Yehoash Ben Yehoachaz Ben Yehu Melech Yisrael Lemor Lechani Traefanim So then HaMatziah sent messengers to Yehoash, son of Yehoachaz, son of Yehu, king of Israel, and he said, let's meet up. Now, what does it mean, meet up? Yeah, let's go, let's, let's see who could win in battle. He's challenging him to a duel or a battle. Kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Look, there must be some animosity between them from before that we're not being filled in on. Let's do battle, okay? It seems like he got excited that he beat Edom, and now he thinks he could conquer all of his enemies. Uh, oh, there is backstory here. Let me redo the Radak, I forgot to mention. There is a, according to the Midrash, there's, I'm not, not Midrash, sorry. There is, according to Divrei Yamim. Here, let's read this backstory. Radak says, why did he want to fight against him? Omer Yamim, it says in Divrei Ayamim, Ki belechet amatziahu lilachem be'edom, sachar mi'israel mea elef gibor shilchu When Amatziah went to go fight against Edom, he hired 100,000 people of Israel to fight with him. Ve'hinicham be'mitzvat ha'navi. But he left them because the Navi told him, you're not allowed to bring them because the people of Israel are of the Avodah and then he told these soldiers, go back, go back home. I hired you, go back home. And then these 100,000 soldiers, they get upset at Amatziah for firing them. So they went into Yehuda and they took cities and they took a lot of spoils and they killed 3,000 people. And this is why Amatziah, to avenge his people wanted people to fight against okay. uh, things. So that's the story that you have in Divrei Hayamim. Um, I think, I don't know if it's Divrei Hayamim or the Gemara that gives even more detail that he wanted, the, the Navi comes to him and then he says, but I already paid them. And then the Navi says, okay, so just take the loss. Like you already paid them, let them keep the money. And he, he took the loss and he let them keep the money. And then they still got upset. So they went and they pillaged and they... Killed 3,000 people, and then Amatia got upset, and now he's like, I want to attack Israel, okay? So that's the Divrei Hayamim backstory for this war. And Yehoash sent a messenger, probably to Amatia, king of Yehuda, saying, The little shrub 
that was in the Lebanon sent to the cedar tree. Cedar is like a grand, respected, well-known, famous tree. And the shrub is a little, you know, a little bush. So the shrub sends to the cedar tree and it says, Give your daughter to my son for a wife. And then an animal came and, and trampled on this little bush. Now what's the, the whole story? Why is um, Yehoash saying this in, as a retort to Amatziah? He's saying, if you would have come to me as a friend and said, please give your daughter for my son as a wife, you are nothing. You, what, the next day you could have been trampled by an animal and there, there's your offer. It's gone, right? Your offer is off the table. So you, if you were to be, offer a friendly relationship to a guy like me, it's not worth it for you because I'm so much stronger than you. I'm like the cedar. You're a little bush. Mm-hmm. Let alone that you're coming to try to attack me. So he answers him. That, that's essentially, a, in my opinion, the best perush of this, uh, this parable. But that's the answer that Yehoash gives to Amantia. Yeah, pretty flowery. Interesting how they would talk to each other in parables. You, you struck down Edom, you had one success in battle, and now you've become arrogant. Be honored and sit home. And why should you start up with bad, and you and Yehuda with you are going to fall? It says Yehosh is warning to Amatziah. Okay? Pasuk Yud Alef, Edo Shama Amatziahu. And Amatiyahu did not listen to him. So they went and they met up in Beit Shemesh that belongs to Yudah. Beit Shemesh, I don't know where it is in Tanakh, but it's probably close to the Beit Shemesh of today. West of, probably because it's in Yudah. It's west of Yerushalayim. If you go south of Yerushalayim, you immediately get, get into the desert. So it's probably not like a major city. And, and Beit Shemesh is west of, today is Beit Shemesh is west of Yerushalayim. But it's on the same, it's, it's, not, it's not further south. It's mm-hmm. like pretty much on the same uh, thing. So it would make sense if the king of Israel is coming from the north, he's not going to go to Hebron, yeah. Asher Yudah. He's not going to go all the way into the south. He's probably going to the, one of the northernmost cities. Okay? So they go and they meet up in Beit Shemesh. Uh, and Yehuda gets struck before Israel. Israel wins this war. And every man runs back to his tent. And Amatiyahu, king of Yehuda, son of Yehoash, son of Ahaziah. Yehoash captured Bevet Shamesh. And then he came to Yerushalayim. And then he came after he captured the king, Amatiyahu. He came now to Yerushalayim, which is the capital city of Yehuda. And he breaks down the wall. That was by the gate of Ephraim. Now, what does it mean, gate of Ephraim? Ephraim is in the north of Yerushalayim. So, according to the Radak, there was a gate into Yerushalayim which faced north, which the Ephraimites coming from the north would use. So, it was called the gate of Ephraim. So, he goes and he breaks down that wall. He breaches that wall. And the breach goes from, uh, from Shar Ephraim until Shar Apina. So, it was the gate of Ephraim until the corner gate, which probably means. It was this area, this wide area that he was able to breach in the wall of Yerushalayim. And what does he do once he's in Yerushalayim? And he took all the gold and the silver and all the vessels that were found in the house of God. And he 
And then he also took, according to the typical translation, he took the captives also. They probably had some prisoners of war in Yerushalayim. He took all of them as well, and he went back to Shomron. Okay? I'll finish with this. The rest of the matters of Yehoash that he did, and his strengths that he fought. These are written in the book of Yehoash of the kings of Israel. By the way, we already read this about Yoash. Yes, they're repeating this. We're repeating this. Um, there was there's a lot of discussion of why we spoke of Yoash's death and then go back and tell his stories. So something about, I don't remember the exact answer, but they said something about that's also in the middle of Elisha's death. So they wanted to like give Elisha's story prominence by having its own story in the middle. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what the answer is. But just notice that Yoash's... Um, in fact, we're pretty much, we, we are in Amatsya's story right now. You realize that? If you look, yeah. we said, he struck Edom, and then he sent yeah, to Yehoash saying, let's go meet him. So we're in Amatsya's story. And I mean, he's hostage so right now. No? In the, yeah. So in the middle of Amatsya's story, we interrupt by saying, by the way, and this is the, and then Yehoash, uh, his 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 military uh, um, uh, his his military history is written in the book of the Rayamim and this and that. And Yarovam his son uh, reigned in his stead. There is a very important radak on all this. Um, here, let me read it for you. He says he says actually it seems like Amatziau outlives Yehoash. I mean, we know that for sure. And Yoash actually dies this year. Amatsiao, Amatsiao reigned 15 years after Yoash's death. So Amatsiao outlives Yoash. I think this, they, he says that this is the year in which Yoash dies. It's that same year that he did battle against uh, Amatsiao. Um, ultimately, Amatsiao lives. So it's not like he killed him in captivity. He must have released him or something. I don't know. Okay, Baruch Adonai Amen Amen.